I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey guys, this is Josh and the homebrew hombres, Liam Malone, Max Wessel, and Doug Banks. Hey! We make RPG from scratch. It's a podcast about making and playing your own tabletop role-playing games. So come listen to us work on the Scratch Dice system, an alternative to D&D and Pathfinder, and listen to our first campaign, Echoes of the Star Crypt at nerdyshow.com and on your favorite podcast app. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast. This is episode 169, and I am your stupid, awesome analyst, John Starr. And with me is the hard man with hard opinions, AFLM. Oh, hi. Our king, baby duck, Evan. Could eat you on my backstreets and wenches. Our security guy, Greg. Hola. And Elite Four, Derek. Hi, guys. <laughs> so Elite Four, Derek, is, is testing out the waters for his own recording setup for the first time. Testing out waters? Are you making a pun about what happened to you? We don't need more waters today. <laughs> no, we're actually at Greg's house today because my apartment flooded. Uh, my wife and I got home from uh, a lunch with all of you and we came into water coming out of our... Um, yeah, I was, I, was, well, I was walking to... Recording studio. To, to your recording room. And I was just like, oh, maybe somebody spilled something. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Maybe somebody spilled something. There was water like running out of under your your washing machine. And I was just like, that's bad. Jonathan, you have you're flooding. You're flooding. Jonathan, you're flooding. So we thought it was our washing machine. But then we found out that immediately after we found the water and it was it was running like it was moving. It wasn't a puddle that had stopped. It was running. The fire alarms go off. All the fire alarms. And and so we're like, well, that's the opposite of what's supposed to happen. When there's water, <laughs> it means that the fire alarms are supposed to be off. And they and then they were set off, so our fire alarm is going off. And so we leave the apartment because we don't know what's going on. I go back in there because nobody else's fire alarms are going off in our apartment complex. And then I find that the there's water coming out of the fire alarm in our apartment it's dripping down through the fire alarm and so i said that's not a normal thing for a fire alarm to do and so we found out that there the um the washing machine above us uh, it, it it's water line snapped and it, the entire apartment was flooding upstairs and now it's flooding down into our apartment and so we can't record there right now because we have drying fans running through our walls from the uh, maintenance people so we're at greg's 
Yay! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is where the magic happens. I'm looking at all your tax forms right here. I mean, it looks like you're a little bit in the red right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's that. And then Derek hasn't been around for a while. Yeah, well, I got a... Uh, Evan left me with a nice little nifty gift to the microphones. Got me uh, up and running here. You're welcome. But he also left me with uh, some roommates that like to uh, get drunk and violently throw things at each other. I'm sorry! And spike bricks in the uh, in the driveway at 3 o'clock in the morning. This is why you don't rent out the Juggalos, okay? <laughs> the best kind of Juggalos. <laughs> There's no such thing as the best kind of Juggalo. The well, ones that invented Fago. At least they... Fago's been around for over a hundred years. <laughs> at least they didn't... At least they didn't grab your Legos and I was, yeah. start throwing those. <laughs> that that would have been the last straw. Yeah. <laughs> Second I lose a Lego. No, no, no. Wait, hold the phone. Hold the phone. Derek has a Lego? He Derek has like has, hard. You, I'm sorry, Derek has Legos. De plural. Derek has a lot of Legos. Dude, you were at the a... apartment when we did the wikis. You you saw all those. But I wasn't paying attention, apparently. <laughs> How? To I like of the living room. Yeah, I could have sworn that you were the one that pointed out the Star Wars Legos, and we're just like, whoa, like right, what are the these? Oh, now I remember. Yeah, Star and then Destroyer. And we're like, those are all Derek's. Derek built all these Star Wars Legos, and you're like, wow. Yeah, my memory is very, <laughs> very bad. So it's a uh, it's been it's been quite the week for us all. So uh, thankfully we've been able to subside all these things. Well, Christine and I are going to be going on vacation soon enough, but uh, um, we're going to subside <laughs> all these things with some brand new anime this season. Yeah. So uh, we previewed all the new shows that we we're going to be watching, N and not all of them. There's still a couple that I have yet to watch. Right. And see. Um, mm -hmm. I'm looking at one that uh, that Evan has on his desk in paper form. Yes, the little paper fan that I got from something that we're going to be talking about in just a second. Um, but we're, so we're going to be talking about the new shows that we watched during uh, that. Uh, but first, Evan is going to talk to us about his trip. His very first time to Anime Expo in California. Mm. All right. So, yes. So, myself and our friend 42 Believer Sarah uh, rented out an Airbnb out in Los Angeles about a few minutes away from the convention center. And we experienced our very first ever Anime Expo. And apparently we experienced the, uh, on the first day, the equivalent of the uh, great weight of 08 of Anime Boston. Because something was happening to the computers and no one's... Uh, Passes were showing up when people were trying to pick them up. Now, by great weight, you mean fat people, right? No, I... <laughs> That's what I thought you meant. <laughs> I meant like, almost three-hour lines to get into the convention. Jeez, that is ridiculous. Oh, three-hour lines. Yes. Oof. Yeah, they were up wrapping all around the Staples Center, too, man. It was, like, ridiculous. But they managed to fix it by day two, so by then, everything was good. Fortunately, with me having a press pass, I found myself going to, like, this little tiny itty-bitty line that got me in in about, like, 15 minutes. That's awesome. Yeah. As you laugh at the peasants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that that would actually probably be a big deal, having the press thing. Mm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, so how many people were at this convention? So, so, so... Four days total, it was 350,000 people, oh, which is half the population of Boston. <laughs> wow, that's that's a lot of people to be it is in, in one convention in center. In one convention center. Well, I know I've been to this convention center for E3 years back, but that was like 70,000, 80,000 people because that was when it was just 
people of the industry, mm-hmm. media, and that was it. But this was like everybody coming all across North America to this convention because it's the big one. It's it's the E3 of, well, I can't even call it E3, E3 anymore because it's a shallow yeah. soul of its former self. Like the live action Disney movies. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is the one that everyone comes to. All across from America, even people from Japan, and I got to check out a bunch of premieres, as you have saw uh, my articles about Dr. Stone's first episode Mm -hmm. and the movie of Promare. Mm -hmm. I tried to get into the Rascal Does Not Dream of Dreaming Girl movie, which is the Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl senpai follow-up, capped. Like two hours before it was even. I can't believe that was so popular. Yeah, like right? I didn't even. I I watched the first episode, maybe the second episode. I don't even remember if I watched the second episode or not. And I was just like, okay, it's fine. And yeah, it was good. And I, like, would I finish it? Yeah, I'd finish it. But there were like other shows that were more exciting, which me. is understandable. But I think people underestimated how popular Rascal was, and like this was even held in the main. Oh, it was being held in the same place where I got to watch um, the creator of Oran High School Host Club cre- talk about her creations, hmm. Bisco hmm. Hattori, who, nice. you know, she looked average. Like, as weird as it sounds, when I picture someone who was like a female shoujo artist, I picture someone wearing, you know, Lolita outfits and just looking just super pretty. And she's pretty. Stereotyping. Yeah, no, stereotyping. You know, artists but, are humans, too. I know. <laughs> artists and writers are humans, too. And she looked... Just like your average person from Japan. You should see some of the... When when they actually reveal themselves, you should see some of the female hentai artists. Good God. Like, they, they look <laughs> they look like their fetishes that they draw. Like, <laughs> like, like uh, and I only know this, I only know this through one of our other friends. Actually, the, the moderator of the Discord. Uh, it's of, not me, I know a yeah. guy. <laughs> the, the, no, seriously, though, the moderator of the... Um, of the, of, the, of the Wicked Anime Discord oh. posted what an, an actual doujin creator, a female doujin creator looked like, and she makes a lot of mom fetish doujins, and she looks like the mo- like big, busty woman, like older, like maybe in her mid-40s, but like Japanese mid-40s, so like still like super attractive. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it was just... It's, it was, like, really, really funny, because mm-hmm. she looked like the fetishes that she puts into her doujins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, besides the events, I got to check out the dealer's room, and, like, the entire dealer's room of Anime Expo could have fit into the entirety of Anime Boston. Like, it's that huge. Like, you walk in, you'd be like, there goes all my money, and I haven't even bought a single thing yet. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Well, I hear... That they have their own 18 plus dealers room. Like that you walk true. into the 18 plus dealers room and nothing is censored. Nothing is censored. Yeah. So our buddies at Manga Gamer saved a lot of money on post-it notes. <laughs> post-it notes and stickers. And star stickers. So like, oh, wow, okay. This is out in the open. They also have a weapons area too where you could buy weapons that's also 18 plus. <laughs> uncensored? Yeah, uncensored. <laughs> uncensored weapons, yes. Uh, cool. Wow. So... So I'm guessing. So our buddies from manga from Manga Game were in there. Yeah. And you have people like was J List in there as well. And then... uh, no, J List was outside of the of that area. But yes. Hendenay was there. Hendenay. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, Faku. Um, Faku had its own. It was still 18 plus, but it had its own personal booth. Yeah, they have right the walls, in the front. Right? 
Do they have walls up? Yes, they have walls up. And you can just... weird. You can just... I could just walk in because I was pressed, but everybody had to be carded. And the line went, like, up and around and around again to get into the Faku booth. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Because they were actually showing off some, like, exclusive, um, like, panels from hentai artists that are, like, the originals Hmm. before they were published into a book. Can you believe that they used to be pirates? I know. And now they're stealing websites from people all over the internet. <laughs> what? You didn't hear about that? No. The So the um the whole hentai haven. Oh, I heard about uh, that. They bought them. Yeah, they bought them. They didn't just buy them. They were supposed to partner with him. And then and then as they partnered with him, the the owner put a message on hentai haven before before Faku got rid of it because he still had license to get onto the website mm-hmm. but he posted the whole story and people screen capped it and shared it over and he basically said look Faku um Faku. Was, <laughs> that was a, what they were supposed to be partners and 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 give me all my deals with and stuff but they kicked me out hmm. like they I, I have no control over this website anymore they kicked me out I I I'm gone like they they wrote me out of this entire contract hmm. so they saved his website just, but they got rid of him just to just to keep his website, and he's like, "This was a passion project for mine, of of mine." And they they said that they were going to help me, and now they own me, and so he has no control over anything anymore. Hmm. So, went <laughs> went. Yeah. Um. So back to anime also from our moderator. That was that also came from our moderator on Discord. <laughs> so back to our uh, our anime expo adventure. Any anything else that you want to highlight? from there well the Promare movie was pretty interesting got to hang out a little bit with our uh, wicked, wicked fan Gerardo yeah. shout out to him neat very nice guy I apologize for not being much in a talkative mood while I was there I had just I think I had just gotten out of my interview with uh, Aqua from uh, Love Live Sunshine mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. was pretty interesting I really need to hold my tongue about my full thoughts on how that was set up because mm. I don't want to get in trouble they revealed where they hid all the bodies but it was it was nice and uh one of the days i actually got to go to a youtube hangout with uh sarah where i got to meet gigak and Mm -hmm. i got to meet a super eye patch wolf okay and a bunch of other people in the youtube industry and uh we actually went to one of their their airbnbs and we played channel a which most of the people there had, well, actually everyone who played it had a great time with it. So, and uh, one of the guys that we got to hang out with, um, he might be actually coming out to Anime Boston next year. Okay. So we may uh, we may have some uh, frequent people that I got to meet at AX coming over to AB. Cool, cool. Very nice. Um, all right. So any other highlights? Any anything that you know, like? This was the one thing from Anime Expo that, like, was the best? You know, that's a good question. Um, I mean, it was awesome getting to see the panel about Konosuba mm. because there was the screenwriter there. Here, There was the person who actually designed the characters for the light novels. And it was very interesting to hear about, like, how everything was um, created, how the characters were designed. There was one thing that I did not realize about Konosuba was with the character of Aqua. Mm-hmm. Now... You all know that she has that little thing in her in her hair right there. Yep, that's the molecule for water. Ah, uh. that's the 
That's a hydrogen right there. And then there's two little yellow things there to represent oxygen. <laughs> cool. Vice versa. Vice oh, versa. Yeah, I was going to say, it's hydrogen two, then <laughs> hydrogen. zero. Thank you. This is why I'm not a scientist, ladies and gentlemen. What is dihydrogen monoxide? It's water. <laughs> I already know that joke. Yeah, and Andrew's looking through this uh, Katakawa thing. One thing that I found really interesting was when um, they were talking about adapting the uh, the uh, ac not the actual the um, the Axis Church arc in uh, season two. Mm -hmm. They uh, said, "Oh, we were kind of inspired by a Hollywood movie," and the Hollywood movie that they mentioned really took me by surprise. Oh, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Oh wow, yeah, it's a good movie. It's a good movie, but like you're kind of like, wait, they get Martin McDonough films in Japan? Yeah, right. Okay, that's awesome. Well, we're nearly surprised that we get them here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, really. Very nice. So, would you go again? I would. Yeah. But I would say this: I think that next year we need someone from Wicked Anime to to tag along for it. Well, it certainly would be nice. We'll uh, we'll we'll see if we can make that dream come true. We'll see if we can even get press passes anymore. Yeah. Well, if my if. If the Wicked fans are able to make me famous through my webcomic, then... You get the artist out. Then oh my gosh, so, like, Artist Alley was, like, bonkers to be in there. Artist Alley is insane to look at just on the website map. Like, yeah. you have to zoom in so close, because mm -hmm. there's... It's, because it's such a massive space, the... The booths are so tiny on the map because it's 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 huge it's huge Holy but God. it's wicked crowded like I, I, I believe it let me tell you because it took me 40 minutes to walk from one one side to the next side it was like that slow moving wow i love fire hazards <laughs> <laughs> so the size of this building because i was wondering myself how big like because we know uh for oh. For anybody that listens to our podcast that goes to PAX East, like that, uh, what is it, the Seaport Convention Center? Yes, like it's twice, many... it's two of those together. It's not the Seaport Convention Center, it's okay. the um, the BCEC. Yeah, Boston Convention Exhibition Center. So it's two of those. Yes. And it still fits like that, like 350,000 people? Technically. Oh. I mean, you could, <laughs> you probably shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, the BCEC um, fits quite a few people, because um, I mean... Uh, Fan Expo Boston or Boston Comic Con, which is going to be here in a couple weeks, yeah. uh, is going to be there. And it's only like two of their rooms in yeah. there, which is ridiculous because, I mean, that's pretty big, you know. Uh, and then PAX East is the whole thing, I mm -hmm. think. Yep. Yeah, three. Well, <laughs> no, just, right? pa just PAX East. Yeah, just yeah. PAX East. Yeah, PAX East. Was, but uh, E3, I was going to say, takes up the entirety of that convention center as well, right? Yes, that is correct. But it only has 70,000 or 80,000. Oh, no, wait, you said from years ago. From years ago. It's different now, but at the same time, a lot of companies are leaving E3. That's so, true. So, like, a lot, a lot of interest is dying down for it. Cool, cool. Well, thank You're you saying cool much. that it's dying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's very cool. It is cool. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. AAA <laughs> yeah. gaming. Support Subverse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Should we ring the news bell? Yeah, sure. Oh. Oh, no. We're at Greg's She's floating away in the water. Yeah. Ding, 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 we're ding. We're <laughs> News. Insert bell sound. <laughs> yeah. So, this wasn't talked about when I saw her 
in her panel, but Bisco Hattori has stated that she wants an anime to complete Oran High School Host Club. I didn't oh. know that it didn't finish in, oh, no. uh, in manga form. Oh, yeah, it finished in 2010 in manga form. Oh, okay. And she would love to see Studio Bones revisit it, either do kind of like what uh, TMS Entertainment is doing with, like, Fruits Basket, or do a continuation. Yeah. Oh, I, I, hmm. I think it would be smart to restart it, in my honest opinion. But the only problem is, is the anime is satire and the manga is actual shoujo. Oh, no, no, the manga is satire, oh, too. Is it? Yeah. yeah, she made that clear at the panel. I was like, yeah, we were making fun of... Shoujo? Fun of shoujo, yeah. Hmm. Cool. I would. I would watch it. Warren High School Host Club. The original was like one of one of the first introductions that I had to. Yeah, it's a great anime. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. One of the first show, first anime I ever watched subtitled. Yeah, ah. mm. <laughs> I think I did too. Actually, fan subbed. That was fan subbed back yes, in the day. Yes, that was fan subbed. I, I watched Azumanga Daioh fan subbed as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually watched that all free on YouTube before YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's, I think that's actually that's exactly that's, what it was because I, I remember they also had uh, Death Note there as well. <laughs> did they? Yep. I no, watched, I got Death Note through some through some uh, a different website. I watched um, Azumanga Daio, I watched Haruhi Suzumiya, and mm-hmm. I watched Paradise Kiss all through YouTube. Wow. All right. So next on the list, there is a brand new My Hero Academia movie coming out, and it's being teased as quote unquote the last one. And I think Derek, you know why this is. Oh yeah. So apparently, the premise for this movie is what the creator had originally thought the final battle could have been for My Hero Academia if they had to end it after like one or Mm. two seasons. Like this was going to be the battle they had in mind. So they're kind of recycling a lot of ideas from that. And he's also come out to say that okay, so this movie has to one-up the last movie with Deku and and All fighting together. (laughs) So So he said he has to go like above and beyond that. So then if he makes this movie and succeeds in that, it's like, well, there's no way I'm, I can go above and beyond that even more. Come so on, man! Plus Ultra. Is he gonna? Is he gonna copy Rambo this time? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> so that's happening. There is another Lupin the Third movie that's coming out, and it's gonna be the first. <gasps> it looks great, man. Oh. A CGI loop on the third film that I never knew I wanted. It's not just CGI, it's like phenomenal yeah. CGI. Yeah. It's just like ever, ever since you posted ever since you posted the trailer in the Wicked Anime chat, mm-hmm. every time I see the trailer pop up somewhere on Facebook, like as an ad, I watch it. Yeah. It's like this is the greatest thing. Do you so... see how Fujiko Mine's boobs jiggle when she fires that machine gun? <laughs> well, and it's actually, believe it or not, we laugh about that, but that shot of her shooting the machine gun looks so <laughs> it looks really nice. It looks so beautiful. It looks like she's shooting a machine gun. I'm like, Japanese people animated this in 3D? Like, when did they get good? Yeah. Well, we saw Gantz O. I actually didn't watch that. Oh, I did. Right. We yeah. watched Gantz O. We know that they're capable of it, but uh, they like to use it for porn. Well, and Final Fantasy games. And Final Fantasy games. <laughs> yeah. But this is from the same director who did the Stand By Me Doraemon film a couple of years ago. Oh! Which, you know, a okay. lot of people loved that film. I want, I still want to see it. Apparently made, like, a fuck ton of people cry. Really? Yeah. It was like, I would, exactly. Dude, I would totally go see that. Is it like the Stephen King Stand By Me? Yeah. <laughs> no. Wouldn't that be funny if, like, Doraemon shows up? Hey, you want to see a dead body? <laughs> <laughs> but Lupin the Third... The first, as it's being called, and apparently Monkey Punch helped out with the story before he passed away. So this might be the last thing you s- 
that he was able to contribute before you know he unfortunately died back in badass yeah back in april yeah, uh, it looks great. If it anybody, looks amazing. If anybody hasn't seen the trailer for for Lupin the First, like do yourself a favor. Oh my go gosh. watch it it's right now. So good. I was shocked. Yeah, I, I, I was shocked too. Because my I it was, was a shocked. it was a Eric Agami from um, Scott Rhapsody who posted on the Facebook. I watched it. And I'm like, this looks like it's gonna be the best fucking thing ever. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it looks yeah, good. It's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. So besides that, they're bringing back Tenchi Muyo. As a stage play, right? Well, there's that. <laughs> there is a stage play in Imperator, but they also talked about Ryoki 5. Oh. Yeah, and Which, I'm... But, like, what the hell kind of design is this? What? It looks like, um... It looks like Proton. Or Photon. Photon? Yeah. The other thing that... Yeah, the other thing that, that, that the Tenshi team worked on. It looks like Photon. Like Yeah, but it kind of looks like crap. That... I mean, what? Yeah, I mean, she doesn't look great. Like she looks bad, and then, but the kid looks like Photon, mm. and Photon is amazing. So, but that doesn't mean that that's gonna be amazing. But so apparently, so we never got Ryoki four. Yep. We yeah. never we not, never got Ryoki season four. So and no. they're already releasing Ryoki season five. So I'm kind of disappointed because I love Tenchi. Tenchi's one of my favorite anime ever. Tenchi is what really drew me into anime in the first place. Yeah, and it's probably one of the best harms ever created. Agreed. Um, but apparently people are saying that Ryoki 4 really wasn't that great. And then, I heard bad things, And then yeah. And then, because because it, it had a lot to do with the novels. And so they introduced characters that they gave no introduction to because you're supposed to read the novels and know who they are hmm. from the novels. And so there's just characters in Ryoki season four and you're like, uh, what reference? It's kind of like when you watch um, the Songs. season three of The World God Only Knows. And you're like, yes. who the hell are these people? Ex exactly. I read the manga, so I, I was I was happy. Where's the sauce? Yeah, uh, so so people, because Ryoki Season 4 wasn't so great, people aren't really super excited about Ryoki Season 5, and they're just like, please just let Tenchi go away. Which is interesting, because Tenchi's so amazing. Yeah. But people are just like, I don't want any more of it, because your guys aren't treating it the way I want it to be treated. What, the way it should be treated. Yeah. Better. It's not the way I want it to be treated. It's the way it should be treated. Yeah. All right. So in other news, um, one of my favorite anime from a couple of years ago was one called Tanaka Kun is Always Listless, yep. which is really funny kind of comedy about a guy who, it's not that he wants to be lazy. He's just always is just very, <laughs> very, as the title is, listless. They just announced the manga's ending at the end of the month. Which is a good, which like you say, is I good. Love, I love it when I hear that mangas are ending. <laughs> yeah. I love it. It means that the creator isn't going to die and we're going to be able to see the ending of their story. I mm -hmm. love it. And then it also means that they had enough foresight to know when to quit. Yes. Mm -hmm. Not even quit, but you hope that they have a good ending. Like, like the world God only knows, the world God only knows has the perfect ending. You know, and you watch that or you read that and you're like, oh, like... Con Ooh, like congratulations like wow very good like it's if over it's someone over would license it though huh no one's licensed it though i would I love know. someone to license it i know like it's 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 one it's it's amazing i it's, need the pope tomo from vertical comics tell him to license it there you yeah. go so in licensing news um there was um right stuff in those entertainment announced a couple of licenses for anime but the one that really stuck out for me was an anime series that I actually watched back in college, back in the days of the fan subs, was a show called Sayonara Zetsubo Sensei. I've heard of that. 
Mm. And it's basically about a suicidal teacher who has to watch over high school students. And it's wicked funny. And it's a show that makes fun of more of, like, society and, like... It's so hard to describe because all the characters' names are puns of something. Mm -hmm. Like, the main character, main female character's name is Kafka, and all of her, like, actions are based on the works of Kafka. Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's a really big stretch for, like, for, like, a reference in an anime. Yeah. Like, would your your audience get that? Kafka's work? (laughs) Somewhat. But I'm excited because this was actually an anime that a bunch of us, like, back in college, we watched it, we loved it, it was just... It was bonkers. This was back when Shaft was just creating zany comedies. It wasn't trying mm. to do anything thought-provoking with, like, yeah, Madoka mind, Magica. Mind-bending. Whoa. <laughs> or the Monogatari series. This was back when Shaft was, like, all about doing gag stuff. Interesting. Yeah. And I think this was, like, their last really great gag series before they went to the super serious stuff. Yeah. Cool. So, I'm excited. I'll be definitely buying that when it comes out. Uh, the Konosuba movie is getting an American release. Good. Thank God. Yeah. Yes. Good. Mm-hmm. So here's a little bit of an interesting one. Over in Japan, Serial Experiments Lane, yes. which is an anime series I loved back in high school, it's gone open source in Japan until 2028, which means anybody can create their own properties based off of the world of Serial Experiments Lane for the next 10 years. What? So does that mean we're going to get Minecraft mods with Serial, <laughs> serial Experiments Lane? Hell yeah. <laughs> we're going to get Serial Experiments Lane Skyrim. Dig, dig, hole. <laughs> serial Experiments Lane Fallout 4. So people are able to create, like, games, music, doujins, uh, original animations based on the world of Serial Experiments Lane, just so long as they don't use actual legit footage from the show. Mm-hmm. See, now that's interesting anyway, because a lot of people do doujin work anyway. Right. So, it's it's just interesting that it's open source that... And I know that it's it's mildly popular, but it, is it like, wow, this is a super popular more than anime? More than likely, it's going to be free on YouTube. So, like... Okay. So, like, Buster Keaton, all of his work is public domain. Right. So, you can watch any Buster Keaton movie. For anyone that doesn't know, Buster Keaton's a... Silent film actor, and he's great, oh, yeah. greatest of all time. Great, yeah, greatest stunt actor ever. Yep, and uh, and like all of his stuff is is open domain, and so and so you can watch any of his stuff on YouTube for free. Okay, so um, so yeah, I, I think that you know I I like it when things go open source because you get a lot of crazy stuff um with with licensing like mm, that. So. Absolutely. So uh, the last bit of regular ass news that I have here is uh, about voice actress Aoyuki, who plays Tanya Degurachev and Tanya the Evil and uh, Modoka, Modoka Magica. She is actually launching a project with a Chimera theme uh, with the hopes of getting it greenlit as an anime. So she's actually trying to create her own anime series. Interesting. With these weird sort of... Kind of reminds me of like Dark Crystal sort of style fantasy kind of characters. It looks like, it looks like the kind of characters that, yeah, that a musician would create. Like, I want to create my own comic book series, and I'm a musician, and then they create these weird fantasy creatures. It's like, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, kind of like how uh, the primates made Rain World, <laughs> <laughs> and that's how Kiss was born. Chris say, uh, Kiss saves Christmas. <laughs> that's what is what Gene Simmons always wanted. <laughs> Forget Hanukkah. 
So that's about it on that end. But we do have a bit of gaming news because Studio Trigger was announced as the ones to be opening, uh, animating the opening to Shantae 5. Which is my favorite movie series. (laughs) And they did. And it was amazing. Yeah. And now I want a fucking cartoon of it now. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, why wouldn't you want a cartoon of Shantae anyway? I mean... Just like uh, like good character after good character in that entire series. It is. The art direction in that is so cute. Oh it my is. Gosh. It was and like that that opening was super you know Studio Trigger. Yeah, like you, you just, just watch you it. You can tell like, that Studio Trigger did it, and it was wonderful. It tr- yeah. yeah. Studio Trigger's style translates so well into Shantae. Yep. So absolutely. It's that like that that very flat color, and that's not an insult. It's just like very. Very basically colored, with like uh, with... the quick jagged movements of yeah. the action. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, like there. Which is interesting because when you actually play the game, when you actually play Shantae, mm-hmm. it's very flowy and it's never it never stops animating. Like she's yeah. always moving in some sort of way. Even when she's like crouched down, she's wiggling her butt, and it's 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 wiggle it's wiggle. Such a cute game. It's it's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it's one. Of, it's Shantae is like my favorite video game character. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to see Christina V, who voices her just very briefly during the loop in the third screenings of um, uh, Goemon's Blood Spray yep. and uh, Fujiko's Lie, which I totally forgot to talk about in the Hand Makes thing. Those movies were very good. Do check <laughs> them out when they become officially released later. So that's it for gaming news, but we do have some Into the West stuff that, starting off returning to the gaming realm, Cuphead's getting its own animated series. Oh, how crazy is that? I right? didn't hear about yeah. that. Are they going to be using the same team from the studio that... That created the game? On top of that, King Feature Syndicate, which did Betty Boop and Popeye, are animating it. I thought everybody in that studio was dead. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, well, it didn't even exist anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, a I bit didn't. morbid. Well, I mean, they're, they're old-ass cartoons. That's like saying that Max Fleischer's gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're just getting the little graphic right here, but... It's going to fit pretty well. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Which it's weird if that, the the Netflix graphic that they use to promote it, if that's the art style that they're going with, it's strange that that is the art style that they're going with because Cuphead is already the, the, style. the rubber hose style. Yeah. So I'm, why I'm are they... I'm just thinking that's a promo pick. That's not what it's going to I ho- like. I hope not because it's weird that to think that they would rubber hose the rubber hose style. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, what? Like... It's already supposed to be rubber hose. I don't get it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they got it perfect, so they have to be like consult yeah. the people who, oh. who made Cuphead. Oh, I mean, yeah, they they, they, they 2D animated it themselves, so mm-hmm. it's I don't know. You know why wouldn't they use that? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would watch that in an instant. Me yeah, too. I would totally watch that. I'll be binging that. I'll be binging that. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. But on a sad note, to end on this, Mad Magazine has ended its run after that, uh, sixty years. Uh, I mean. Yeah. Sad oh. magazine. So I'm not terribly surprised, considering that most stuff is going to just the web, internet. There's no print. I'm surprised it. I, they're, I, no, they're just ending it. It's not even going digital. Yeah, I, I, I know. All, I, every Mad magazine that you have in your collection is just gonna burst into flames, and <laughs> nobody's. You can't find them anymore. They're, yeah. they're gone. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the thing about Mad Magazine is they be qui- very quickly become culturally irrelevant. The second that they're not released anymore, so I mean, if there's nobody who's gonna be buying print, they 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 have what my point is to everything going digital is that mm-hmm. they probably stopped making money a long time ago. Maybe. Yeah, you know, 
Um, but you have to think about the cultural aspect of that because, like, mm-hmm. we talked about Lupin the Third just a few minutes ago. Monkey Punch would not have been inspired to make Lupin the Third if it wasn't for Mad Magazine for Sergio Argenos's like uh, Mad's look and Don Martin's animation style. He was greatly inspired by Mad Magazine to right. create Lupin. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, but that's just the way that life goes is that, you know, te- new technologies come along and new inspirations come along. I'm actually surprised to hear that it Mad Magazine is ending when I thought it had ended like a while ago. And that's exactly my point. Yeah. Is that, yeah, it should have, or not, it should have ended a long time ago. It's just that nobody even pays attention to that anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, I do have one more Into the West to bring it up on a... Oh, sure. Because in, in the theme of... Uh, talking bringing up new season of anime and new shows from the last time we were talking we talked about scooby-doo yes Mm, uh so uh scooby-doo and guess who started since the last time we talked about it and we watched it yes and oh my gosh it's it's my favorite iteration of scooby-doo no way mystery inc is still better i don't know i think i like this one better than mystery inc there's no way yeah oh man like it, it was so good. Uh, so it is very funny. It's very funny. I will say that I have some issues with the way... Because I know Frank Welker has been doing the voice of Scooby-Doo for, like, decades. Yeah. But, like, you can understand Scooby-Doo in this cartoon. And that just feels weird for me. Because every time you hear think of Scooby-Doo, it's always... Here, it's, like, coherent sentences that he's actually saying. You can understand. It just weirds me out. But besides that, it's really funny. It is really funny. I I, th- I, I I got a pretty good kick out of the Chris Paul episode, which is the first episode. Yeah. Uh, so you're a basketball player yeah. who's playing golf for charity to save money to give to the orphanage so they can learn how to bowl? Yeah. In an art school. In an art <laughs> school. <laughs> I mean, just so you know, uh, Frank Welker still is Scooby-Doo. Really? And Fred. Yeah. So okay. Um, I I honestly don't think he's done anything else since, uh, like, all right. Well, I mean, he's Optimus Prime, but like, no, he's not Optimus. Yeah. No, Frank. Is Frank Welker's? I think he is. I'm pretty sure he's gonna be. He's gonna be at. So. He's gonna be at Fan Expo Comic Con. I, I don't they, think so. No, I thought he was Starscream. Uh, gee, I don't think. I, I have no idea. I'm gonna solve this mystery right now. Row. Uh, okay, so he was Shockwave, Galvatron, Megatron in The Last Night. Um, Which, he probably voiced all those characters in the original series as well. Quite possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but not Optimus. Yeah, no, Meg- that's, not, Megatron. that's Peter, that's Peter, um, Peter something. Uh, I can't forget, remember his last name. I know who you're talking about, though. Um... Yeah, so Soundwave, Megatron. So he's been Soundwave, Megatron, and all that stuff, and it, like for a long time. Peter Cullen. Peter Cullen. Yeah, Peter Cullen. So, anyways, um, like I, I thought just they, so they went back to the original Hanna Barbera character designs of all the characters. Mm-hmm. I feel like that they have brought back the spirit of that old cartoon with the way that they've written, but they also have a decent mix of satire with it as well. They are yeah. like, they're, I they're mean, satirizing Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Like they, they're the, the Scooby-Doo that took itself serious. It was a comedy, but took itself seriously as a, as a mystery show. 
they are now satirized. Like, in the first episode when they're doing the golf tournament and they're saying, like, here are the top three players who are left. We have so-and-so who's a really all-around nice guy, but a land developer. A land developer, it's definitely that guy. Yeah. And then we have so-and-so, this guy. He who, hates children. Yeah, the local local curmudgeon, art hater, and children hater. <laughs> Child hater, it's definitely that guy. And then we have this guy who's a landscaper who wants to sell the land at all, all costs. It's definitely that yeah, guy. Yeah, the, the owner of the golf course who's been trying to buy the, the yeah. land for the art school for ages it like, <laughs> it's oh, definitely it's like, that guy but yeah it was there and there were some good uses of the celebrity yeah like they used him really well in his horrible horrible voice acting <laughs> To make it funny. But that it was made, the it charm. Made, yeah. It made me think of the when they would voice the when the basketball players in episode four of Clarks when they voiced themselves. Yeah. Well oh well actually it's really funny that you mentioned that because I was gonna mention the Harlem Globetrotters in uh, the Scooby new Scooby Doo movie series. Yes. Yeah. Um because yeah, they're terrible. <laughs> and like but I think that that's the charm of Scooby Doo is they yeah. actually bring the voice or the, the celebrity on to do the voice. Like but, we saw uh, But that's why it's gonna be funny when people like Weird Al and Jim Gaffigan are voicing themselves because they have done it before and yeah. they can do that kind of like stuff. Like when Wanda Sykes was on it, she was pretty good. Mm -hmm. She she did yes. a pretty good job at it, you know. Because she she's a voice actor. She she played um what's her name in um over the head. She played yeah, the skunk. She played the yeah. Cuz like and it's funny too because, you know, they bring in that sort of humor when they introduce the character. Yeah. Wow, director, writer, comedian yeah. and like and creative person Wanda Sykes, you yeah. know, like they mention all that stuff. And they stuff. all like, say it at the same time yeah. and they like list off like this like long list of achievements yeah it's funny i i i still want them to do a mike tyson mysteries crossover <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah oh man but no i love the show and the way that they have like they they have these you know, the way that hannah barbaro would make people walk across the screen yeah. and like and it was in a vertical angle where like the animation is very clearly an upgrade from the old days of Hanna Barbera, oh, yeah. but they still use those camera angles where they're walking vertically, uh, like along or horizontally it's along the screen. Purposely cheap. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. And it's great. And like, and um, I was watching it with uh, Christine's mom yesterday because we showed it to them, and she was like, "How come none of the characters have any of their eyes colored in?" And it's like the original Scooby Doo was that way back in the day. Yeah. And she was like, yeah. "Really?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> It's so like you pull it up for you. Yeah, you you've go. never noticed that. So um, it's on. It's premiering on Boomerang, I think. Yes. Right. Yes. It Which is. you can watch it on Verve. You can watch it on Verve, and they they're releasing it weekly. And it's pretty cool because Verve actually has all the episodes posted, but just the previews mm -hmm. to the ones and the thumbnails are actually silhouettes of the people mm -hmm. who are there. And so you have to kind of like figure out who they are. Oh, but I if can't you watch wait the trailers. Till, I can't wait till the Penn and Teller episode. That's yeah. Oh my god. Fun. So. Um, one of the things that I wanted to ask, because there was the episode of Abraham Lincoln, which, yep. you know, not a real celebrity, but I'm thinking that they might be doing more crossovers with old school Hanna-Barbera cartoons yeah. with those specific ones, because there's the episode of right. Sherlock Holmes and Watson. So maybe that might be Jabberjaw. Yeah. So in, so the, um, did you not, did you not see that episode yet? I didn't know it was one? out. Or the second episode? Oh no, no, no I no. watched the second episode okay. with, um, we're talking about Abraham, Sherlock Abraham Lincoln. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so yeah, they, it, what they did because like, yeah, Abraham Lincoln, obviously they didn't actually get Abraham Lincoln to be on the show, but what they did do was they took another Hanna-Barbera cartoon and put it in there. So I see what you're saying. Like Jabberjar will show up in the Sherlock Holmes episode. Right. 
That would Kinda be like how Magilla Gorilla showed up in the Wanda Sykes episode. Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. So it's the episode is called Mr. Peebles' uh, Pet Shop of Horrors, and Mr. Okay. In, in Hanna Barbera, Mr. Peebles owned the pet shop that had Magilla Gorilla in yeah. it, and it is kind of like a secret until the end of the episode. But if you know who Mr. Peebles is, you're like, oh, that's Magilla Gorilla's person, and he shows up at the end, mm-hmm. which is weird because Magilla Gorilla doesn't talk. Uh, he's just a regular monkey mm-hmm. in in this one, but which is weird because in the universe where there's a talking dog and also um, you know uh, Dune a buggy, ghost. Dune buggy shows up in the in the last episode or Speed buggy uh, yeah. and and, and, ghost, and talks, yeah. yet they decide to make McGill Gorilla not talk. <laughs> it's like what <laughs> Scooby talks. <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Um, I love it. It's great. I'm enjoying it. it it's fun. Uh, again, I, like I it. personally think it's my favorite iteration of Scooby Doo. You're wrong, but it's, it's so fun. long as Scrappy still, doesn't show up. As long good. as Scrappy does. If no, they do, if they're Scrappy, gonna satirize. If him. Scrappy shows up, it's gonna be a great episode. I promise you that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. They'll be like, no one likes you. <laughs> yeah, he'll show up for like a second, and it'll be like the episode of Harvey Birdman where he gets taken by the uh, <laughs> yeah. by the hawk. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. Or they'll realize at the end of the episode he was actually <laughs> rabid the whole time. So when he's going, let me at him, let me at him, that was actually a cry for help. He really, he really did want to kill us. Wow, that's sad. All right, that was into the list. Um, mm-hmm. So what we have now uh, is uh, what we're watching. Wait. So I have something to talk about in what we're watching before we talk about. And I know Derek does too. I know Derek does too. But you want to take the reins first. I have. I. I just. I just want to update everybody on something that I. I is totally out of character for me, but really important. Uh. So we all know that uh, Bug Rape Island was announced and stuff. <laughs> yes. Uh. And I, so I was looking it up just to see. I was like, oh, why isn't it out with this season? Because I thought it was coming out this season. Uh. For some. Because they. Because they started all the PVs and stuff, and I looked up when it was actually coming out, and they don't know. Um. I think they said. June of 2020, maybe, but so like a whole year before that's actually. So it could out. be like a full fledged like movie, kind of like what. Um... So here's so here's the thing that because uh, because right now it's a to be announced. It's TBA. They don't know. Here's the reason why I I know that date. I broke my own rules, but not really because the manga is not sold here in the state. I read the manga, all of it, because it's only 44 chapters long. Yep. So um, uh, except. That's only the first series of them on actual Bug Island. After they escape Bug Island, now there's a die series. It's it's die Bug Island. So yep. it's like after Bug Island. Uh, so that one's coming out now. It, there's only like five chapters in it. So I, I actually read all of Bug Rape Island. While doing research on it, I also saw just like screenshots of Bug Island pages, which almost made me vom. So it goes from it goes from the joke that we were saying from like Bug Rape Island yeah. to like normal Bug Island to then just regular Rape Island. Back, what? Are back, you serious? Back, back, back to Bug Rape Island. Oh my gosh. That's the, that's the series of events. That if it's happened. if we had a bell chart, it would go like this. Yes. <laughs> it would be it would be a parabola. And then um so How many people are we offending right now, by the way? For those of you who don't know what Bug Rape Island, it's Island of Giant Insects. And and we've been calling it, we've been lovingly calling it Bug Rape Island because of the PV that came out of Bug Rape. <laughs> and, um, so, so. But I, it's true though. Yeah. No, it's, like, no, it's 100%. So I watched, I, so I watched, I read all of it. Yep. Uh, of, of, and 
the translator that I found for it was making Bug Rape Island jokes. Like, after a chapter would finish, he would post a joke page of, like, the chapter name, and he would, like, it would be some sort of Bug Rape joke uh, thing. But I read it, and so, one, it's really gory. Yeah. It's really, really, really gory. Yeah. Like... I don't know how they're gonna put this on TV because it's going to. I know. Be, well, it's an I've OVA. S- I've seen some. Right. I've seen some pictures. It's disgusting. It's like like people get it's it's. An- I'm talking about anatomically correct gore. Yeah. Like it's guru levels yep. of gore. Yeah. Uh, two, there's tons of sexual content in it. Like when I when I say people rape each other, like it happens a couple times. Like people people on the and they're high school kids. That's not fun. Yeah, it, yeah. And they're, so they're like high school kids raping each other. There's tons of nudity in it, regardless of the rape. Um, and then there's just regular sex, and then so there's rape, Why? sex, nudity. <laughs> You're on a butt and, on an island full of and giant insects that want to eat yeah. you. Anatomically correct gore. The bugs are horrifying, uh, and and then after the season is so basically there's 44 chapters which i assume that you can fit into 26 episodes you could actually make a 26 episode season and it, the whole thing will be out but i just don't know how they're going to be able to pull it off because of the content that is actually in this and i actually have an uncensored version like even the manga releases are censored so, and and i was i found an uncensored cut of it this is quickly becoming less fun than i thought it was going to be yeah right, no, right? So, so i read so me reading i sat down and read chapters one through 44 straight ahead and it, it, i just felt bad after reading yeah it. oh wow um, especially because after chapter 44 it doesn't end there's a whole new series that's coming out right now like it's being made and released as we speak and it's it's, it's up to chapter six or seven and out of who knows how many um and it's depressing because characters that you like die and or get violated by other characters and you're just like, ugh, like that's gross. And yeah. then and then if and if, if they don't get raped by another character, then like bugs try to rape them or they get eaten by the bugs and it's like not a comfortable death. It's like, oh, that's a Game of Thrones death right there, kind of a thing. Yeah. Or Goblin Slayer death. We were playing Kinda. for fun. This is yeah, playing for you were real. Playing for real. <laughs> So, I just wanted to update everybody that, yes, I know I talk about how much I hate people stealing manga, but this manga is not available to the public. So, that's how I read it. I got on this tangent of, when is this coming out? Okay, how bad is this really going to be? And I found out for everybody. I just wanted to let you know. Interesting. Okay. Well, it still show up in the hardcore anime panel. Oh, it totally will. <laughs> oh, it's going to be disgusting. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. You better watch it five times. But the, but the rape makes me, like, really uncomfortable. Like, of course. Of course it does. And, and not like the bug. Like, if it was just the bug rape, I'd be like, ha gross. Like, but. <laughs> what's next? What's next? But it's just like. That it's was like, a Joe Rogan But joke. it's like, a, it's like <laughs> high school kids raping high school kids. And I'm like, what? Why? Yeah, like, why? what? Ugh. Gross. You know, kind of a thing. So. That's that. That was what I was watching. Not not just what I was watching, but... Derek, what have you been watching? Yeah, uh, I've been playing Recap, so I've been getting caught up on older series I just never got a chance to watch. So, I'm finally caught up with One Punch Man, first nice, and yeah. second season. I'm almost caught up with Overlord, nice, third nice, season nice. of that. And I kind of fell into a wormhole or black hole and watched the entirety of Hunter x Hunter. (laughs) All 160-something episodes. I actually gave up on that, like, 40 episodes. (laughs) 
Oh, it gets better. <laughs> Keep watching, they say. The good part's coming, they say. Yeah. <laughs> 160 episodes later. It was good. Yeah, it was alright. <laughs> uh, I love how they still kept going, like, acting all, like, positive and everything, but just so much <laughs> grim stuff starts happening around him, but he's still like, yeah, and we're gonna save our <laughs> friends, and this will happen. And I'm like, oh, well, there's that guy's head sitting on that demon's lap. Um... Okay, that's not gonna happen. I'm really, I, I'm really taking your positive vibes, but you gotta put a limit on it, kid. Strangely enough, they they got over a lot of deaths really fast in Bug Island as well. I'm just saying, like that was, <laughs> that was included. That was included in that. It was just like, oh, you just got raped. Oh, cool. Like, let let's not get killed by bugs. You know, kind of a thing. It's just like, oh, what? <laughs> okay. Next on PTSD Island. Yeah, like PTSD <laughs> Island. Yeah, it totally is. Uh, I shouldn't be laughing at that joke, but it's kind of funny. <laughs> ah, it's a radio show. <laughs> it's a free podcast. What do now, you want? Now, Derek, since you have completed watching One Punch Man Season 2, do you understand where I was coming from with my complaints with that season? A little bit, but I actually like how... It's almost like none of it even matters. Like, they did so much setup for all these villains and all these other heroes. And the whole time, it's almost like a sarcastic joke. Like, uh, yeah, Saitama's just going to show up at the end. Yep, he's still going to show up at the end. But nope, it's like, okay, how much more stuff can they try to cram into this? And can you follow it until eventually you just get to that one punch (laughs) at the end? Wow. Like, all right, well, it still ended exactly how I wanted to, but... I'm so confused by <laughs> Which is so strange because they they balanced the first season so well, you know, like and and I feel like they could have done it one more time. Like I I, I still would have been well, into it. We have to be fair, none of us have read the manga, so we don't really know. Well, the thing about the uh, about most of what happens in the second season doesn't happen in the original webcomic version. Oh. Of One Punch Man. It happens in the uh, new adaptation that's being uh, drawn by the Yusuke Murata. Yeah. But it doesn't happen in the original series, so it's kind of like filler of sorts. Well, the original series is just a straight-up webcomic. Yeah, right. Yeah, so exactly. it's, you know, make a make a living out of a week-to-week comic like Penny Arcade does, and then, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, it, it is different, and then they kind of put a coherent story together for it. Yeah, So exactly. But, uh... But you're watching Overlord right now, correct, Derek? So have you gotten yes. to the point where yep. he realizes that he's the bad guy of the universe? I mean, yeah, I think he's gotten to that point, but it's more like a slow realization rather than just like a one aha moment. He just keeps going like, oh, well, you know, I just seem to keep feeling less human and more and more like a monster. <laughs> like, hu- humans just don't matter that much to me anymore. I don't feel any empathy. What's going on with you, Greg, right now? What? Uh, nothing. <laughs> nothing. I'm sorry, Derek. He j- I, it was one of those, like, I was happened to watch a quick video on the side, and it was one of those, like, jump scare videos that I didn't think would happen, and it did. <laughs> so I'm, like, trying to catch my breath. <laughs> I hate my life right now. He put his phone face down on the table, yeah. just like it's in trouble. <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> Did you look it up again? <laughs> Maybe. No. <laughs> Just makes me jump every time. <laughs> but uh, I'm glad you're watching Overlord because it's a very good series. And then once you watch that, you can uh, watch the uh, Isekai Quartet where you can uh, get a little bit more of the jokes that are happening between the 
Overlord cast in the cast of Konosuba, ReZero, and Tiny the Evil. Yeah, I remember you talking about that with your, uh, the guy who works in your oh, building. Oh, that's right, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so the person who works the front desk over at the apartment is a huge anime and manga fan. Oh, seriously? <laughs> yes. That's awesome. So now he uses me as a source as to what's cool. <laughs> Wow. So naturally, one of the shows that we'll be talking about in the main what we're watching aspect, I got him into, and he loves it to death. That's oh. amazing. All right. Well, should we talk about that now? Yeah, or, Derek, or, Derek, is that it? Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, 160 episodes of Hunter Hunter later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Good we, job. We need to give you an at least an hour's worth of floor time for going through that many episodes, so continue. <laughs> um but okay so we did watch a lot of the um yeah the the new season of anime that started and i actually i'm pretty sure i watched all of the shows that i had planned on watching when i talked about it in the last episode and then some yes i'm in the same boat as you i have not yeah I, i i'm a little bit behind can we um let's just start with one that I think we all watched, and uh, Evan, I'm sure Evan's chomping at the bit to talk about, no, which no, 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 is no, 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 no. Dr. Stone. Yeah, yes. which is a series I recommended to the person working the front desk. Yeah, and uh, I, I figured as What much. did I tell you about yeah. Dr. Stone? Uh, I'm, like I'm totally thinking about investing in the manga for it now, because I just want to know what happens. Yeah, like, it's hurry awesome. up! Yeah, it's really, really good. Um, it's got cute girls. It's a lot of fun to watch. It it will. It will. We got to watch the um we got to watch the second episode um up until uh, this point of the recording. Yep. Um, and I think I'm not gonna uh, Evan. Don't say yes or no if I'm wrong or or anything like that. But I think they introduced the antagonist of the series in there or. Um, don't say yes or no. <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, it, I I don't know. Um, we'll see. Um, it was an interesting episode where where I was like, I don't know how this is gonna go, and then and not knowing how it's gonna go is yeah, like, I don't oh, okay. I don't know how it's gonna go, um, but they, there has to be uh, like I'm not saying that it has to be this person, but there has to be some kind of antagonist coming well, along shortly. One, one of the things that I'm really enjoying about it that I'm watching, like as I'm watching it and writing my own comic at the same time is i watch it and i'm just like man there's like a lot of talking in this it's just a lot of information and there's not a lot of action in this but that's kind of also what i'm doing with my story so the pacing of my story is like oh okay like that that's that's an okay thing to do as long as you're entertaining people it's right be fine. Yeah. but for this one it's more it's like science stuff replacing the action stuff that's what i forgot to mention about bug island <laughs> Is all the educational stuff that's in it. You learn, like, you learn so much about bugs. It's amazing. It's while so, being, it's so crazy. Yeah. So while she's getting raped, she's like talking about. No, she's she's like the the main character is like. Oh, this is the thorax. Oh. No, the, the main. This is the fire ant, the horniest of the ant species. Yeah. Uh. No, I'm just... But seriously, uh, Bug Island has... It, you know how we've been getting a slew of just back-to-back-to-back-to-back to back to back to back anime of just... look, look, look Listen to all this information that we have. Like, for some reason, there's been a trend of look at all these things I know about this thing. Yeah. About this one specific topic. 
That's what Bug Island is. <laughs> it's really strange. Like, so amongst, like, all this hyper-realistic guru-level gore, plus the sexualization and fetishization of bugs and people dying, you also learn everything about that insect that they're fighting. Is this kind of like, okay, we'll let the Animaniacs be really crazy and wacky, but you have to learn something. <laughs> I don't know, because I read it and I was just like, oh, well, because they teach you how terrifying these bugs are yeah. through the actual, but but the main character of it, this is going way off topic. <laughs> this is way off topic. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I just want to mention this, that the main character is like a, like she has, her, her mentor is a bug scientist. Mm -hmm. And so she going out, like graduating from high school on her trip is going to be a bug scientist with, with her mentor. And so does she promote raid? <laughs> no, she feels bad that she has to kill the bugs, but she does it for survival. Like she's just like, oh, I didn't want to do this, but I'm using, but I'm using these, my knowledge of these bugs against them. So the only reason why any of these stupid high school students who like to rape each other are surviving is because she's telling them, oh, well, this is how the stupid these bugs are. <laughs> So, <laughs> wow. So okay. Dr. Stone. But Dr. Yeah, Stone, Stone, though, I learn a lot <laughs> in yes. it, too. I learn a lot of things in Dr. Stone, too. Mm -hmm. There is a lot of science, but I I really... I, I find it really interesting in Dr. Stone how the characters are only good at one thing. One's got the brains, one's got the brawn, and now one's got the muscle. Yeah, Wait, brawn and, and muscle are the same thing. Yeah, and that's what I thought thought was really weird. Is is well, technically in hunter gatherer societies, there's only two jobs too, but there's different parts of hunter gatherer. Kind of. So, it, it's strange because, but I, I find it really strange. You see, that, the brawn is good at lifting things up, but then the muscle's good at beating things up. I'm just saying yeah. that there's a there's a weird trend in anime right now. Again, we talked about this last episode. We, there's no more cowboy bebop. Yep. People aren't making Cowboy Bebop anymore. Where these characters are deep and dynamic and have tons of backstory that you slowly learn over time. Everybody in anime, which is going to come up in another show that we're watching this season. Everybody in anime is just a one-note character. They have one job and that's their job for the whole show. Kind of a thing. Yep. And that's like a huge trend in, a, in all anime mm. that's happening right now. Do you want to talk about that other anime that... Fire Force? Yeah. Absolutely. It is it is the okayest. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's fine. I'm watching it. I watched episode two last night and I was like, yeah, whatever. And, <laughs> and, really... and, and it was good, but it's no Soul Eater. Well, because yeah. oh, Soul Eater is kind of shitty too. So uh like I <laughs> like I like Soul Eater, but shut the hell up and just fight each other. Like, stop <laughs> talking. Stop talking. Um, you sound like how I'm reading Radiant right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, like dialogue, pages of dialogue, and then like two pages of fights, and then five pages of yeah. dialogue. Like I would love Soul Eater is if if they just fought each other and didn't explain in the middle of a fight why they're fighting each other and then what their power did. It's just like I'm doing one attack on you now. Why can't I use my attack? Because I just did this to you. Let me explain how I just did this to you. We don't care. It's fantasy. We don't need to I'm know. Glad you, I'm glad you asked. Here's my college thesis. Yeah. This is why I loved... There was a manga that came out last year called Black Torch, which was like... Yes. It reminded yeah. me of Bleach, but without the exposition. It's yeah. more about... As soon as someone's about to explain something, the main character's like, just shut up and fight me, and he just <laughs> decks them. That's so, awesome. So my problem with Fire Force... 
is they're not sitting around and explaining their powers. They do sometimes, and you're just like, okay, I get it, whatever. Mm-hmm. But they're explaining the bad guys. They live in a world that is undeveloped at the moment. They just live in a world. Mm-hmm. The world is the firehouse that they all live in. Mm-hmm. And then they just go to a place where something bad happened. And you're just like, okay, I understand that they're just... It's it's kind of like how in a sitcom where like you show the exterior of a building and we're just supposed to believe they're actually in that building. And so you see these characters... Like they're, they're just introducing characters right now. But then I watch, like, the opening credits, and you're just like, oh, giant monster fight is coming up somewhere. Yay. And then, like, oh, there's... Uh, it's, it's all about fighting. Uh. I, I I had a an issue with the first episode where apparently they own... Like, only the females are allowed to take showers in the, <laughs> in the firehouse because they're the only ones who ever get naked and take showers. Mm-hmm. The, the, the first time that we meet all three male characters there standing in a room together and it's funny, it's great dialogue. It's actually quite enjoyable dialogue. Mm-hmm. And then we immediately cut to the shower room where the first line of dialogue spoken by both female characters is said. Yeah. So it's like, what, do you not trust your story that well, your females have to be naked? And, <laughs> like, And that's, that's another one of my problems too is the best character so far is the muscle chick. Yeah. I think she's awesome. I love her to death. Because she's, she's a little flighty, too. She's flighty. She's super cute. She She's the most dynamic. Because uh, she has she has this thing where she loves romance. Like, she's like, oh, that's so cute. Like, yeah. I love this romancy stuff. But she also can kind of kick butt. But she also has this kind of cool power where she can make, like, these little... Like, like live like, creatures. Yeah, fire golem things. Yeah, she made bo 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 And then she gets upset <laughs> when they die. And, yeah. and it's... It's she's the most dynamic character and she's the most interesting See, to listen. My to. giant Billy Crystal, no. And, and, and she has and she has muscles. See, I I as much as I like the captain too because he has no powers yet he kicks ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the clipboard guy because he reminds me of Kilya from uh, Orin High School Host Club. Yeah. So um, and I really like him too. But That's I, I do, cost some money there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But I do also like Muscle Trick too as well mm-hmm. but as you can tell it's like yeah we really care about these developed characters because we call them muscle chick and captain guy and yeah. clipboard guy should it's, we should we trans um to, should we uh, to our tra- other muscle chicks yes yeah. <laughs> i was i was thinking of that same transition too. yeah let's transition so. to the other muscle shows oh, the best show this season how muscle. heavy are the dumbbells you lift oh, muscle muscle oh they got muscle yeah. oh they got muscle <laughs> Doga I Kobo. love that. I love that theme song. Yeah. Doga Kobo remains at the top of best studios to release every season. <laughs> so, so we've gone from cute fox girl to muscle bound people. Yeah, this this has a little bit more story than Senko San. Yes, yeah, and it should be noted it's the same uh, staff who did uh, Monthly Girls Nozaki Kun who made this show. That makes yeah. a lot of sense because of the facial expressions. Yeah. The facial mm-hmm. expressions of this are. Pretty. And we learn stuff. Yes, <laughs> we learn stuff we, about, edu- uh, about about exercising, exercising. And, and we get to do an exercise. It's freaking like motivating. It's yep. motivating me. And I yeah, like, it's like telling hey you fat otaku. <laughs> It kind of is. Uh, it was like it was almost the same thing with that ex exercise. Yes, which was anime training DEX. which which didn't work because like everybody's everybody got like really strong arm muscles, yeah. but not <laughs> yeah, but good not, upper body strength, but no leg day. Yeah, yeah, yeah got a bunch of endo endomorphs walking around. <laughs> that's a, that's a jacking off joke for those people who didn't get it. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
but dumbbells in kind of the same vein where where it it's it's very sexualized and it's how how cute these well, girls are the person and... that Sora Amamiya plays in the show has a muscle fetish yeah um and it, which and is it, funny it, yeah. and it, it's funny see that's what i like about this show is there's a there's an overarching story plus it's funny plus we get to see cute girls that have muscles and i and i like i don't like muscle chicks like but i i like mm-hmm. girls that have tone yeah, like, I like girls that are toned. Like and the it, girl with the boxing ring who has. Oh my uh, gosh, she's my favorite girl because <laughs> she's got abs. Oh, <laughs> like that girl with abs is so good. <laughs> yeah, but like I, I love the visual humor too. Like when you when you see the main guy wearing like the tracksuit, he just looks like a normal guy. But yeah. then all of a sudden, <laughs> Machio Sensei, which is a great pun to Macho Man. Yes, uh, no, it's which is great for the end thing too because that's kind of like it's like the gayest theme like... song. <laughs> Of the summer, but it's so good. Speaking of speaking of the theme songs, which are most likely going to make it in best opening and best closing of 2019. Oh, yeah. So when Uzumade came out, they the best part about Uzumade was how good that that theme was. Yeah. Because otherwise Uzumade was like, eh, it's okay. Yeah. Um. Like, even though it was a Dogakobo, uh, do yeah, Dogakobo, do Dogo. Dogakobo. 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 I know, I got it. I, I say it perfectly fine, but every once in a while it slips me up. Because I'm like, does the A go here? Anyway, it had an awesome closing theme song. For mm-hmm. the, for Dumbbell, both the opening and the closing theme song are in that same style. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're and, amazing. And, and they were just like, oh, well, this is the theme song style that works for us here at Dogakobo. We're just going to do that all the time now, probably, hopefully. Cause a little, it's, yeah. it's so and good. they did some. They did live action versions of the theme songs too. Yeah. They actually made music videos for it, which are pretty humorous. Yeah. Now um, everybody needs to watch Muscle. <laughs> everybody needs to watch Dumbbells. Yeah. Yes. Um, Do you think it might also be a pun of like, because you know the girls are kind of both dumb. You know they're like they're <laughs> dumbbells. How heavy are the dumb are these dumbbells you lift? As in like how how long are you going to be carrying these two around? I think that's too clever. That might be a bit of a stretch. You're on to something, but it might be a bit of a stretch. <laughs> um, speaking of, so Evan, you mentioned um, gay theme songs. Uh, do we want to talk about another transition into uh, the gayest show of the season, which is Given? Is that a boy's it, love? It is a boy's love, but it's it really surprised me. It was good. I, didn't, I, I, didn't I watch liked it. it. It reminded me of Kids on the Hill. Yeah, oh, okay. like that's oh, Kids, on, kids slope. on Slope. Kids on the Kids slope. on Slope. Yeah, yeah. Kids on the Slope is a boy as a BL, but instead of jazz, they do math rock. Yeah. Um, oh interesting but so i didn't i actually didn't really get like it wasn't there was nothing that was like overbearingly gay about it right like, it, it, it's it's gonna actually take its time with the story unlike most i gotta be honest i think that that kid who doesn't know how to play guitar has autism like i, I think so too I, I i feel like that he has some tendencies because he he knows like well that's how i felt about um what's her name from we never learn the girl who who's really good at science, but but isn't good at English, and, and yeah, because she doesn't know how to read expressions. She doesn't understand human emotion, and uh, and can't read expressions, can't play card games, but she's like really super good at math, and and the just the way she talks and interacts with uh, Yu Gi Oh mm-hmm. is like. Oh, she, she has autism. But anyways, yeah. I got that from the from the main character of this, and this one's a very clearly much more serious show. Yes. you know, uh, and with with uh, really focusing on its characterization. But again, there wasn't anything in the 
um, in in the first episode that was like really blatantly like homosexual in right. nature or anything. Like I said, I feel like Given is a show that's going to take its time with the relationships and the love and the romance. Yeah, and like what actually initially drew me too is the fact that it's Orche who was uh, animating it, who did Asobiasa Basse, who was also doing uh, mm-hmm. another set that we might be bringing up this season. And Assassination Classroom, they have a very good reputation when it comes to a lot of the shows that they do. So I watched that, and like, I don't know what it was about Given, but it's it's got me hooked. So uh, I will say about it that like for anybody who's actually looking for like a like an LGBTQ uh, thing to watch, mm-hmm. this one isn't. This one's about the music. Yeah, like it's not. It's 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 just like oh, there just so happens to be gay characters in the show, you exactly. know. But it's about the music. Like that's mm-hmm. what it is, you know. And that's and that's the vibe that I get from it. I just want to bring this up before I forget as well, going on another tangent. Do you remember uh, how when we were looking at the the list of stuff and I last episode I brought up the firefighter one? Yeah. And like the, Oh the yeah, muscle. the muscle one. And I was like and I was like, isn't that a hentai? And that's it why is. it's not Yeah, it is a hentai. Yeah. Is it really? It's really yeah. a hentai. Is yeah, it, I was right. Yaoi? No. It's it's super like Oh. It's it's it's, it's straight. It, it's kinda of rapey too. No. Yeah, it's yeah. it's really weird. I didn't even know it was out. Yeah, well, yeah. because because who pays attention to hentai releases? Well, yeah. it was on the, I uh, thought it was on Andy Chart. It was. It was on it was on it was the on, list. It, yeah, was, it was on Andy Chart. It was in the release list. That's why we were all like where to go. It's a hentai. Yeah. Oh. You can watch it on the hub. <laughs> oh, you can? Is it? Or what? On someone the... someone fan subbed it on 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 the hub. Oh, okay. I have a different website. Cut that out. <laughs> cut that out. Right? So, cut, cut that whole... No, you can keep it in, but cut some of that. Because <laughs> people need to know that it's a hentai, and I was right about yeah. that. Andrew, but. I wasn't planning on cutting it out. <laughs> people have a right to um, know. <laughs> they don't. Like, anybody cares. Um, oh, but I, that I care, because I don't... Give I don't it. I like the characters. The music in it sounds really good. Yeah. And I'm the firefighter anime, right? No, no. No. <laughs> I know. Given. Given, um, yeah. So it was like, like it. It actually really surprised me. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't the biggest surprise so far of the season. I'm gonna get to that in a little bit, but I'm gonna. I have to take a look at my Crunchyroll list. Um, I forget. There's so many that I haven't watched yet. The, so. so I do. I also have a surprise, and I'm not sure if it's the same one that you're talking about. Because um, mine's a high dive show. That's a surprise. Okay. Um. What? So all right. Let's talk about it. So the show's called Oh Maidens. In your savage season, okay, I and it's seen um, this. it's from Mario Kawa who did uh, Makia last year. Yeah, so Old she... Maidens by Mario Kart. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Old Maidens in your savage season, and it's basically about girls learning about their changing bodies, about sex, and and it's not presented in a way that you would think like in uh, Shimaneta or in like. Is this the one about the girls in the liter- literature club? Yes. Okay, I watched, one about the girl- I watched it too. I watched it too. Yeah, Oh My Name's in Your Savage Season. And I was incredibly impressed by the way it was presenting everything. I was kind of surprised too. And I, I kind of liked it in the way that it, it was like... I mean, it was kids being kids. And yes. like, And every kid has these questions that they're asking. And they're not... And they're not overbearing on one side of the argument over the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. There's always going to be kids who are interested in sex, but there's also going to be kids who are like, I don't understand the world that I live in anymore. Exactly. And they happen to have the main character who doesn't understand the world they're living in anymore actually scolding the people who are talking about sex in an overly, at like, an a, a aggressive way. Yes. You know, it's like, how dare you do that? Or, or like, you should be ashamed of yourselves, you know? And then so, she like, walks in on her best friend. <laughs> 
yeah, what, yeah. what guy what guys of a certain age do yeah um, exactly but but yeah it's it's like she there's this it's this really funny existential moment at the end where she's like out in the middle of the city on her hands and knees shouting at the sky why is this happening to me you know sort of thing and it, yeah it was good and the second episode i felt like got even better because now she's starting to kind of realize oh the reason why i'm reacting to this is because i kind of have feelings for this kid yeah and it's from Marikawa, who did Makia, who's done a lot of great ones. Anohana, I think she also did as well. And from these first two episodes, like, it's, like, it might actually take, like, my pick for the favorite of the summer season. I'll have to keep watching um, to, to see, because I, I, I was okay with the first episode, and if they keep going on that same track, then I'll be alright with it, they too. They do, they okay. do. Um, it's, it's, like I said, it's not like, uh, it's not like... It's not like any of those weird things. Like it's not like Yamada's first my, time. Yeah, it's, it's not, not like, It's not like my, that. My my issue would be is if then it's like, oh, let me go seek out and have sex. Like then I'm no, like, okay, it's not it's, about that. It's, it's them me. actually. It's them about learning about why this world thinks it's, that way. Yeah, it's so sexualized and yeah. Um, it it and it has a lot of interesting characters and it's it's funny and yeah. The second episode. Is really funny because they try to they try to like figure out a way to say sex without saying the word sex and it just yeah goes like it just piles up larger 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 larger. So the one that I was shocked by, pleasantly surprised, was Astro Lost in Space. The other Lurche anime. Yeah. Like, I was not expecting anything good out of this at all walking in. But the first episode was an hour long, and I was hooked the entire time. Yeah. Like, I was shocked at how good it was. It's it's like a classic Lost in Space series. Like, it brought me mm-hmm. all the way back to, to that, actually, 90s Lost in Space movie. Mm-hmm. The one with, um, with uh, Matt LeBlanc. And yeah. it, like it kind of brought me there, and I was like, "Oh man, this is fun!" Spiders, <laughs> Gary Oldman. Yeah, yeah, no, but I had fun watching it, and like the characters were good, and they and they all there was some interesting character development in that first hour long episode too. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm so psyched to keep watching it. It was so good. Yeah, that's it for me. Space Adventure. Um, so, like I said, there's a lot of animes that I haven't watched yet. The animes I haven't watched yet is, I haven't watched Don Machi, too. I haven't watched the first episode It's of that. so good that it's back. I haven't, I haven't I'll watched, I haven't, shamefully, I haven't watched, I didn't prepare, I didn't watch Mami Sakai for this episode. Oh, I can I totally talk it. about Mami Sakai. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, that one is unironically good. I haven't watched, I would even fight a demon lord for my daughter. That, that was very cute. I watched that one, too. I hated it. Really? Uh, let's talk about that one for a second then. Um, yeah, I it, it was so damn boring. Like the first episode was like I I'm not hooked on any of this at all. Like I don't know what it was, but I could not get into. I it. see a lot of gifts from it of how outrageously cute it is. And yeah, that's it. I mean it is, but it was so boring. Like, yeah, Evan, what do you think? The first episode is a little bit slow, but the second episode where the girl is just starting to learn about her new surroundings and everything, trying to learn, you know, Japanese instead of the demon language. Yep. It's, it gets better. Yeah. It gets better. Okay. Um, and then I added Isekai Cheat Magician. I watched it. I watched it. But I haven't seen that yet. (laughs) So I watched it. It's an Isekai. (laughs) Is it, is it, is it just bad? Nope. It's not bad. It's not good. It's 
completely forgettable. But it's so like wise, so it's like Wise Man's grandchild last season. I never even saw it. I didn't even know there was a show called Wise Man's grandchild. Yeah, uh, that was the one that started out good, but then became forgettable. It, you watched uh, Vinland Saga, right? Yeah, I did the Viking yep. anime. Um, so Vinland Saga is a show about um, so. Vikings go, or a Viking king goes to Norway, kicks everybody out because he's tyrannical, and they move to Iceland. And so there's this tribe of Iceland people who are going to go to Vinland um, to, like, they're going to move away from Iceland because they can't handle the snow. And, right. Um, and they moved to Canada, basically. Yeah. Uh, and oh man, it was so cool. So the first, the first like five minutes of of the movie is just like the the Maname dad. Uh, of the show, just slicing people in half. Yeah. Um, and then uh, it's their farm living where he's like this really nice, kind, gentle, uh, you know, family man. Um, Sounds Canadian already. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and they introduce the first villain of the series who's like a slave trader who uses chains as his weapon. He rips a guy's face off. And like, it's 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 good. It's fun. Um, and there's like three episodes of it out already. I've only watched the first one, but like... But I, I've totally watched. Gonna try to watch it. Um, so before I talk about something that I actually did watch, finally, uh, did you watch this one at I, all? I did watch it. I watched it. The what is it called? Hensuki, are you allowed to fall in love with the pervert as long as she's a cutie? It's yes. Okay. I watched the first episode of that. It was all right. Yeah. Um, I might give a second episode a shot. I would too. The fir- the ending of the first episode was really funny. Oh like, yeah, when you find out that she's kind of she wants to be his dog. So yeah, like so the guy goes into the club room that they're in, and like there's a love letter with a pair of panties, but there's no name, so he doesn't know who it is. And so like he, they all think it's this girl. So he's like, all right, like. And they do this. Secrets. They do this thing where he's like, "Hey, I know it was you," and she's like, "Oh no, you found out it's me." Yeah, and I want to talk to you about it. I'm totally cool with it. You're you're totally cool with it. Yeah, I totally am. All right, let's meet in the club room. And like, so they don't know. They're both talking about two completely separate things. He walks into the club room, and she has a dog collar on. It's like, here you go, and um, and she has her like her shirts off too. So she's in like a bra, and but like she's like, here you go, and then the and he's like, wait, what? And then the episode <laughs> ends. So like. Yeah, and so apparently, like, everybody in the club might have, like, their own specific fetish. As he's trying to figure right. out who gave him the panties. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, um, so yeah it's it's that. And it's funny. Yeah, her, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. Not great. But, yeah. like... Um, it's entertaining enough. And then, finally, uh, for me, at least, uh, these are... Because this is every everything that we've talked about is on my list. But I haven't watched any of it yet. But finally, the last one that I've seen, but you have not, is uh, Takagi-san Season 2. I am so fucking pissed off about that, man. Yeah. Yeah, so Takagi-san, for those who don't know, Takagi-san Season 2 is not licensed on anywhere. Netflix got it. So after the whole entire run is over, Netflix will post the whole thing. Which I don't understand because, like, Funimation Crunchyroll had it the first season. Mm -hmm. And 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 you can still watch it on VRV. Yeah. Um, and it's not it's not like it's gone or anything. They just you just can't watch season two. So you have to wait. So I stole it. Uh, and so uh, so I watched episode one and it's Takagi it's, it's more to Takagi. Yeah, it's, Takagi-san. it's it's great. It's fine. It's I, I you can kind of half pay attention to it because you're just like, oh, I guess he's, I guess I guess she's, she's gonna te- make fun of him. I guess she's teasing him. Yeah. Um, because that's what the show's about, Evan. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> can you Google Drive? Uh, yeah, sure, yes. Uh, and then uh, you've kind of learned more this season, just from the first episode, how Nishikata can actually beat her. And uh. and it's... Uh, and Because she 
is like, oh, she hasn't figured it out yet. Thank goodness. And basically what it is, is she's going to keep teasing him and making him mad. But if he's able to reciprocate her feelings, then he will win. That's what this is all about. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like in at the end of the first episode, she says, oh, he almost he almost beat me, you know, and, and it was because like they were holding hands and stuff. And, and yeah. he was like, no, I didn't hold your hand. And he's like, and she's like, Ugh. Yeah. Like, so, uh, so that's what this whole season is about is about will Nishikata actually figure out how to beat her in, in the teasing room. Cause it, cause it's going to be like, Oh man, you like me too. Ah, you win. That's Takagi on season two. I got a couple more. Oh, you do. So yeah. I, I watched, um, are you lost? I did too. Four girls on an Island. Oh, that's right. Yeah, without bug rapes. Yeah, without bug rape. It's okay. It's, it's whatever. It's kind of funny. Yeah, it's kind of funny. It's good. It gives you survival tips. You're learning stuff. Survival yep. tips. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Don't drink it. pee, though. Yeah, yeah that's it. Um, and then uh, Magical Senpai. I watched that, too. I, I think it's pretty funny. It's, it's funny. It, I, 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 I'm digging. It's like, oh, how's she going to mess up this one? I'm glad it's only 12 minutes long. You get, like, four or five different uh, little four-coma segments, which basically it, it start, the episode starts for her to end in a provocative position. Yes. Um, I, I, the one joke that really did get me though, was she was doing like this coin disappearing trick and she kept dropping the coin and like it rolled under one of their cabinets and like she bends over and like her panties are, are out in the male assistant in the room. She is like, like, Hey, assistant son, do you have something long and hard that you can give me? And then, and, and without even seeing him, like you just hear his disembodied voice out of distance. Why? Yes, I do. Hard cut to him holding a ruler. Like, <laughs> You know, like it, it. That was funny, um, but like it, it. But then there's like episodes that are basically she's trying to do tricks with other people. She gets into a box and then she locks herself in the box. The assistant unlocks the box and like her legs are sprawled out in the box. Like that's what the entire show yeah. is built around. I do like I do like the segments where she's trying to do the tricks for the kids and they're like. The you suck, like, go, lady. Lady. Go, go, lady. Yeah, please, please. you suck, lady. You're, you're ruining this for us. Yeah, so it's like it's whatever. It's 12 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Um, and did you watch EC Mom yet? Yeah, I did. I watched, uh, but I want to talk about one more before we talk about that. Um, I was super shocked by um, the abandoned Sacred Beasts. Yeah, which uh, is the other map of show besides Vinland uh, yeah. Saga. Yeah, so the abandoned Sacred Beasts um, is really good. I yeah. was shocked at how good it was. I, I thought I was going to hate a lot of shows this season, but I ended up not doing Normally that. Normally, summer is where, like, all the good stuff really comes up. Yeah. Um, so, this is about, like, so it's like a an alternative civil war. Yeah. And uh, they, and, and so the one side has these soldiers that can turn into monsters, and they're slowly, like, turning into, turning the into monster? monsters permanently. Yeah. Um, and they, and they're losing control of the monster side of them. And so they, uh, like, eventually it turns into, uh, I won't spoil what happens at the end of the first episode, but the, the captain of, of it is basically going around trying to exterminate all of the monsters who are all the people who have permanently turned into monsters. Like that's, that's all I'll say about it. But I was shocked at how well written. Second it episode was wicked sad though. Second episode was great. They it introduced was great, a, but it was sad. They introduced this really sweet character. Um, like what show is this? It's called To the Abandoned Sacred Beasts. Okay. Yeah. It's on Comics, Crunchyroll. It's yeah. On... And Vertical Comics releases the manga. Yeah. Uh, what does the picture look like? Um, kind of bland. Uh, like like normal. <laughs> it looks normal. 
I, there's there's like a guy with red glowing eyes. Because the one thing I hate about Annie Chart is that it's all the there's it's there's all the Japanese there's a titles, a, a so dark figure like, there's a dark figure with big glowing red eyes. Yeah. No, I can open in it, and then there's a whole bunch of smaller characters around it. Okay. Um. All right. Mommy Sakai. Mommy Sakai. Yeah. So uh, I haven't watched it yet, but I'm excited too because it's it, dumb. It was an Isekai. Like I didn't. But I liked it. I, I liked the dynamics between the mother and the son. I liked it much better than I thought I was going to. Um. However, like I if you take were all sorts, so they none of them feel lonely. Yeah. I if you put the character design of the mom and the character design of the son next to each other, you would not be able to tell that they weren't the same age. Yeah. yeah. Like they, they are very clearly drawn to be the same age. Like, did she give birth to him when she was given birth to? Well, like mom, that's... Ha- mom has to be hot or else mom, or else you wouldn't want mom to bang son. Yeah. Well, like... I mean like, and there's like a small, tiny, tiny, tiny hint of that in the first episode. That. Well, I mean like they're walking down and she has the game manual yeah. oh, to the world. Oh, come on. Like this. What else? What the hell else do you think this show is supposed to be, Evan? So like, it's, it's totally... supposed to be about the son being embarrassed by his mom. It's a mom fetish show. Yeah. It totally so like, is. there's like they're walking through the town after the tutorial stage, and she takes the game manual and she pulls it out between her boobs, and the son is like, "Oh, don't do that, mom." <laughs> you know, and yeah, it's it's, uh, and so like there, this first episode ends with he has to go on interviews to get. Um, you know, people to join his party and they're all female. And so the mom's like, well, I'm not going to let you join any female ones unless I interview them first. And <laughs> then like, I get to bang you first. And then the, and then the second episode is called like, um, how dare you. There's already two episodes out? No, no. the, the oh. preview to the first episode. How dare you say that about me, son? Well, no, the, it's, it's like, how dare you rip off all my mom's clothes in a fight? Like, I think that's <laughs> what the name of the second episode is. Something like that. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's dumb. Anime. It's really dumb. Uh, but, but it's, it's obviously very self-aware. Like it's very self-aware. And I did. You could get more. mad at the son when he was like, I'm going to disown you. I got mad at the sun. Also. I got mad at the writing. <laughs> That's uh... um, and I just want to update everybody who may not know because it because they usually do this like really secretly, like they don't make an announcement or anything like that. But uh, the OVAs for Reincarnated as a Slime have been released. Yeah, the they're OVA, on Crunchyroll, and the OVA for Majimoji have been released. Which that one was a lot more sadder than I thought it was I, going to be. I haven't watched it yet, so I. All right, Majimoji. It's been so long since I've watched Majimoji that I'd probably have to watch the whole thing over again. Before you kind of get a bit of a recap in the beginning. Okay, well, I still have to watch them. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right. Do we watch anything else? I think we, we're running. I think like we've covered. We're running think, a little long. I think that was everything that we had actually initially said. This is what we're gonna watch. All right. I I mean, I watched Wasteful Days of High School Girls. It's basically Nietzsche Joe without the visual gags. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Um. Okay. So we don't have any fan service. I, with the amount of time that we're going, we should we should skip past it. Yeah. For we did have fan service on the Discord, but unfortunately, we don't have the Discord available on us right now because our computers are missing. <laughs> yeah. Because we lost the. Because we we left them at Jonathan's house. They're flooded. Yep. <laughs> so. I didn't lose anything, by the way, in, in the flood. I didn't lose anything, so that's... No, we caught it right on time. Okay, yeah. so um, so let's do some shameless plugs. All right. Okay, guys, so if you want to join in on our conversation about this new season of anime and what you may be watching and what you like and what you don't like and what you think is stupid and what you think is great, uh, you can email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. You can find us at facebook.com slash wickedanime where you can message us there, comment on things like our articles that we post and find anything else that you may want to know anything about wicked anime that's facebook.com you can also find this podcast at wicked nerdyshow.com slash wicked anime uh if you're not listening to this podcast already on something like pod chasers or Acast or itunes or wherever the hell you find your podcasts stitcher i like stitcher uh stitcher's pretty good it's mm-hmm. not bad i listen i use podbean it's mm. all right. Podbean? I don't know if we're on Podbean, but I use it. Uh, <laughs> um, you can also find us at youtube.com slash wickedanime, where there are videos of Wicked Anime. Woo! Uh, and then you can find us on all the social medias, of course. You can find uh, you can tweet us at Yo, Wicked no Anime. Wicked Anime on Twitter. And you can find us at Discord, where if you want to join us on our Discord and, and post an army of memes... You can uh, find the invite on the Facebook page. You go right to the top of the Facebook page, and there's the invite link for Discord, and join us there. Yay! It's great. All right, so for the recent news, reviews, podcast episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bash Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, or if you're in a band and want to be featured on our No Borders, No Race podcast show, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbashbrigade.com. You can follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Twitch at KingBabyDarkESH, as well as on the J-Pop Video Games and Anime Amino pages. You can like us on Facebook.com slash Brigade and Facebook.com slash Land of Ash. And don't forget about all the other sites under the Land of Ash, including The Electric Sisterhood, Hills Recap and Review, and Smashed Rook. Derek! Awesome. Well, uh, you will find me developing my skills as an evil supervillain. As you see my work from West Manhattan, I can take down half a city, so I'm coming for you, Dallas, next. Uh, otherwise, find me on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter at Elite4Derek. I gotta be honest, I was really hoping that it was gonna be a, a Raid of Area 51 reference. I thought it was oh, coming. Oh, man. I've been reading about that. That just seems hilarious. We don't know... Yeah, we don't know if that's gonna be relevant within the two weeks, though. That's true. This is the dumbest thing that I've ever heard. We, yeah. Alright, we can talk about that after the credits. Oh, by the way, <laughs> by the way, if you want to come uh, support me on my art adventure and uh, get updates on my webcomic you can find me at aflm everywhere it's aflm underscore art on instagram and aflm art on facebook all right yeah cool 
All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope to hear what you have to say about this new season of anime. I hope that you're going to keep watching some things. I think that this is going to be a season to watch. Honestly, I was shocked. Yeah. I was so shocked. Um, I but, knew it was going to be a season to watch. Yeah. Um, but until then, it's time to sign off the only way we know how. Okay, bye! bye. side though we the regular populace has keanu reeves on their side they have chuck norris and i just saw the rock is in on it now and i thought i saw zach elfanakis might be in on it but i'm not entirely sure i forget there was a fourth person in there who i don't remember yeah everybody's just doing it for the meme now yeah right so elon musk said yes to it i've only seen the meme i haven't seen anything else saying what it actually is the first time i saw it was elon musk Elon Musk tweeted about it. All right. So. Um, I think it was my friend, uh, well, our friend Scarlett from Scarlet Rhapsody who tweeted about it, or not, uh, posted on Facebook who yeah. talked about it. I swear, there's going to be people that will show up and they'll try to do it. And I'm like, yeah. all right, enjoy that. Nobody's going to do it. It's just a meme. Yeah. This is America. <laughs> this is America. <laughs> this is America. <laughs> I've seen some funny things happen. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some not so funny things happen. There you go. Well, that's fine. If they want to rate it, we don't need them. Okay, bye. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.